Welcome to episode 8 of the official Average Boy Podcast. Ooh, 8 is one of my favorite numbers, mostly because I love snowmen, and 8 does a great impression of a snowman. Speaking of, what did one snowman say to the other snowman? Uh, I don't know. Do you smell carrots? (laughs) That's a good joke Uh. right there. Anyway, Podcast 8 should be great. Oh, I love the excitement, Bob. I'm Jesse, editor of Focus on the Family Clubhouse magazine. And I'm Bob Smiley, a.k.a. Average Boy, a.k.a. the best-dressed kid at my school. Oh, wow. I never thought of it, but, you know, you do have a keen fashion sense. And that reminds me of a joke. What kind of snakes like to wear long, fluffy scarves? That's kind of a weird question. Snakes don't even have shoulders. Or necks. Or maybe snakes are all neck. Wow. That would stink if a snake got a sore throat. Their whole body would hurt. Yeah, uh, Bob, you really have an interesting perspective on the world. Uh, But for the sake of just this joke, let's pretend snakes do wear scarves. So which kind would wear the long, fluffy ones? Uh, I don't know. Boa constrictors. (laughs) You get it? Boa? I really wish our producers would constrict some of these jokes you keep telling. Well, you know, you are the expert when it comes to jokes. So maybe... We should have our listeners call in and tell us their best jokes. It seems like my humor needs some help. Yeah, keep listening to this podcast, and we'll give you a number you can call at the end of the show. But for now, I wanted to talk about something embarrassing that happened to me at the mall last weekend. I was waiting in line at my favorite store, and I was going to buy a shirt. Was it blue? And You mean, was it sad? Oh, I have no idea. Anyway, I was waiting in this line to buy the shirt, and the line just was not moving. Everybody was just standing there. And people kept walking by me and laughing, and I didn't see what was so funny. I wasn't even saying anything. I was just standing there, texting on my phone, and that's when my youth leader, Tim, showed up. He was like, hey, A.B., what are you doing? I told him I was waiting in line to buy the shirt, and he said, you're buying a tank top? And I like those kind of questions because I got to tell him how I've been working out a lot lately. And that's when Tim looked at me and he asked me a strange question. He goes, do you know you're standing behind a row of mannequins? I looked up and saw nine mannequins all facing the same way with me at the end of the line. (laughs) So, So that's why people were laughing at you. Yeah, it also explained why the line wasn't moving. I was super embarrassed. Tim said it wasn't a big deal, but I didn't want anybody else to be confused. So I decided to move the mannequins before heading to the cash register. Tim didn't think anyone else would make that mistake, but I wanted to make sure. You know, it is always good to think of others. Exactly. So I grabbed the mannequin closest to me and started to twist it. This mannequin obviously worked out, too. It was way heavier than I expected. Before I could lift it, it fell forward and, well, have you ever lined up dominoes in a long row and then knocked one down? (laughs) Oh, yeah, you know, it totally causes a chain reaction of toppling. Well, let me tell you, it's way cooler with mannequins. Well... I thought it was way cooler. Not everybody agreed. There was this lady shopper that had just walked up to fill the shirt on the last mannequin, and that's when my domino effect caused the mannequin to lurch out at her. She must have thought it was coming to life because she fainted and fell back into the display of shirts. Fortunately, my youth minister, Tim, caught her before she hit the ground, so no one was actually hurt. However, the store worker was not happy Mm. with me. He yelled at me for wrecking the place. And I guess he had a point, but it was a total accident. 
I began to worry about what my punishment was going to be. You know, would I have to fold all the new clothes in the store for a week? Or maybe I'd be forced to model clothes like one of the mannequins. And that's when my youth leader stepped in. He explained that he saw the whole thing and how it was just a total accident. Then he said that we'd be glad to put everything back in place. And I even offered to buy one of the shirts on the third mannequin if I'd get a discount since the sleeve was now torn. Of course, that's when my youth minister quickly put his hand over my mouth. (laughs) Yeah, I'm guessing he does that a lot. Yeah, he does. How'd you know? Anyway, we quickly restored the store. Hey, restored. Restored. (laughs) That word actually means what it says. Anyway, I thank my youth leader for helping me out. Uh, He does that so much. Besides my parents, he's the best mentor I have. He gives me daily Bible verses to study. He's always there whenever I need someone to talk to and gives me great advice to keep me out of trouble. I mean, he gives it. I I don't always follow it. You know, but having a mentor is great. Uh, Mentors are older and wiser people in our lives who can encourage us and help us grow more like God. A mentor may be a parent, grandparent, youth leader, a trusted neighbor, or even a family friend. Uh, The key is to find somebody who knows you and knows God. Yeah, for me, a mentor is like a wise person who can see the big picture. Like, have you ever tried to put together a gigantic puzzle? Figuring out where the pieces fit isn't really easy. And having a picture of what it's supposed to look like, that really helps a lot. And that's where a mentor comes in. They can see the big picture. So our life is like a puzzle that we put together day by day. Sometimes it can feel like we don't know where the pieces fit, so it's really great to have someone who knows what the finished puzzle should look like. You know, the Bible is full of examples of good mentors. Uh, Moses mentored Joshua, who then led God's people into the Promised Land. Uh, The prophet Elijah mentored Elisha, helping him to become a voice for God among his people. Jesus, of course, he mentored his disciples. They learned wisdom from God's Son through his words and actions. Yeah, and then there's the Apostle Paul. He wrote most of the books in the New Testament, so, you know, he's kind of famous. We have a lot in common. Anyway, when Paul popped up in the Bible, though, he wasn't even a Christian. In fact, he was persecuting and imprisoning anyone that followed Jesus. But once Paul met Jesus on the road to Damascus— That's when he truly gave his life to God. Then Barnabas acted as a mentor to Paul. Barnabas traveled to Jerusalem to speak on Paul's behalf and move him safely to Tarsus, which for a while, I'll be honest, I thought was a type of car, but turns out it's a town or something. Anyway, later Barnabas came back to Tarsus to preach with Paul for an entire year. He was quite the mentor. You know, you can read about Paul and Barnabas in Acts chapter 9. And once Paul grew more mature in his faith, he played the role of a mentor to Silas and Timothy. Then those two men mentored other people as well. See, there's another domino effect. Eventually, we should all aim to follow Paul's example of being mentored and then mentoring others. In this way, we build our lives into a beautiful puzzle and help others put their puzzles together as well. Speaking of puzzles, I received this puzzling question from Megan. She wrote... Dear Average Boy, have you ever tried to fly a kite? Every time I try, the brand new kite ends up in shreds somewhere in a tree, and I have to chase it for miles. Has that ever happened to you? And I was also wondering if you ever played soccer. Well, first off, Megan, I don't think I've ever seen a tree running through a field with a shredded kite in it before, much less anyone chasing it. I did try to fly a kite once, but I could never run fast enough to make the kite go up in the air. The kite just drug behind me as if to say, Ow, can't you go faster? Why don't you get me to a running tree? Anyway, the kite didn't actually say all that, by the way. But I'll bet that's what it was thinking. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Anyway, of course, I have played soccer. I've even written about it in Clubhouse Magazine. And I'm a great soccer player. Well, 
I'm not good at the running part or the kicking part, and I've never scored a basket goal point thing. But other than that, I'm an awesome soccer player. Yeah, Bob, it sounds like you could use a mentor to teach you something about soccer or football, as it's called in most of the world. Football. <laughs> Maybe you could use a mentor to help you with your Spanish. Oh, I'm actually learning Spanish with my dad. So far, I've learned, uh, como esta frijoli? That's, how have you been? Oh, okay, I'll take your word on that. But the key to finding a good mentor is to find one who loves and follows God. Like the Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1. He said, follow my example just as I follow the example of Christ. You know, this week, talk to your parents and think about the people in your life who would make a good mentor. And always remember that Jesus is your ultimate mentor. Oh, mine too. You know, to grow more like God, it takes godly mentors. Going to church, Bible reading, and reading good books like, uh, I'll just throw this out there, Devotions for Super Average Kids, books one and two. And in those books, you will find lots of advice, wisdom, and huge laughs, as well as my name on the bottom of the front cover. Oh, hey, uh, my name is down there, too. Remember, I helped you with, like, uh, spelling and stuff? Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, you know, and if you're looking for laughs every month, you can read Adventures of Average Boy in Focus on the Family Clubhouse magazine. Just go to averageboy.org for more information about the books or how to sign up for the magazine. And if you have any questions about this podcast or about your faith in God, call us and leave a message at one 888 465-6595 and leave us a message. Please make sure to get your parents' permission before you call because we may use your question and your voice on a future podcast. Yep, so that's all for today's official Average Boy podcast, a presentation of Focus on the Family. Thanks for listening. I'm Bob. And I'm Jesse. And if you like our podcast, please tell your friends and family to listen too. And always remember, don't be average. Be super average. He's average.